Napolo, Napoli campione d'Italia, guys. Italia, campione d'Italia. That more on this next episode. Here we go. Fellas and Bellas, all over the world, welcome to the Napoli Grant. I'm Raf Piz, joined by my co-host, the Vicar of Vesuvius, Rafa Rispo. <laughs> I told you to watch it earlier. <laughs> I told you I didn't want to. I know. <laughs> Benvenuti to the chat and all our audio listeners. Let's get this rant on the road. Today's a very special episode, uh, fellas and bellas, after 33 long years. Napoli are crown champions of Italy. Forza Napoli. Ralph, that was amazing. Um, Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, uh, I'm I'm not even, I don't even have words, man. Like Joe Joe Fischetti asked to put together um, like a couple of minutes, which you did. I just listened to the episode. Um, a lot of others did, and um, great, some some great friends, some names that we've made friends with, some people that um, we've known for a while. Um, all amazing testimonials to what this scudetto means to them. Um, I politely declined on <laughs> being one of those. Uh, names because I I just knew that I would I would start losing it and um, probably ramble on and on um, but just some beautiful testimonials please go listen to Joe's podcast but uh, guys we've we've done it we've done it we had it we had a um, this has been a journey Ralph <laughs> this has been a journey man this, yeah. this has 
I'm uh, I'm a little choked up right now. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I, I didn't think I would be, but um, I am only because you know it, it, it's you know it's funny. Like before I got before I got to the meet, I was I let I kind of let it go in the car. You did. <laughs> I, I had Nino D'Angelo on. You know that song, Forza Campione. Remember that song? Uh, Ciao, Giorgio. We speak Italian, but not in this show. This is for the uh, English-speaking crowd. But um, I, I I let it out then, you know, because I wanted to be strong and, and dry-eyed for the game. Uh, but I did let it out then and a couple times after. And, um, you know, it, it, it's... Like I said, and 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 I, you know, I I did do a voice thing for Joe, and and my thing, you know, go hear it. I'm not going to say what I said. You got to go to the episode and and listen to it. But I meant it, and um, you know the the, you know, I think the the friendships have been the most important thing uh, here, and um, yeah. you know the way everything has grown throughout North and South America, and 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 even all over the world, but. Um, you know, it was a spe- it's a special time, guys. It, it's an historic moment. Um, we did it. We can breathe easier now. We got that monkey off our back. You know, we 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 have proved to the world that we can do it, and we can do it wisely too. You don't have to splash the big bucks, and you don't have to. You know, though that style's over, guys. You know that that mm-hmm. that that way is not efficient. That that is not a way for everybody every team in the world to 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 uh uh conduct business with their team guys not everybody is has a real madrid budget or a man city budget or psg or even a juve when they pretended to have money not everybody <laughs> this, it's not a sustainable approach and and i think you know De Laurentiis is not a perfect person He's not a perfect president, but damn, you know, he I think he gave so much economic swag to teams out there, a a, a, a system, a, a way, a, a method, you know, that anybody, anybody can 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 follow. And and I think, you know, f- uh, being a hungry player that is willing to perform and, and the importance of the group is something that we lost sight of, you know? Um, right. And my brother says he can throw a party though. They had damn right guys. If you saw the after party that night, it was, For sure. it was beautiful. I mean, honestly, like the light it made up- me, you, you think I was crying now, man. It, it made go look at my Twitter. It was beautiful though. It was, it was the lights, was the show, the, Give that man a stadium, man. Like, give him a stadium. I'd rather see what he's gonna do, bro. When the, it was when gorgeous. everybody came out, they had the they had yeah. the laser lights with their names. Like, this was something. I mean, listen, let's be real, okay, everybody. Let's be real. We've we have one hundred percent known we're winning this scudetto for a little bit, right? And, and maybe that's something we can do today. Is maybe like like I can get your account on when you really knew. That this that there was one, but we all knew, we all knew it was coming. So he had some time to figure this out. But I mean, he's the showman of showmans, you know. He's yeah. he's the he's the. He, this is his thing, <laughs> you know. This is his thing. Production, uh, um, 
entertainment, you know, and he was very successful at that. You know, he doesn't have to put out Academy Award winning movies to be a success in what you do. And through his knowledge of business, he was able to take a team where, you know, he said on CBS he only bought the name. He didn't even buy the name. He had to be Napoli Soccer for two years. All right. Boston. Then he bought the name afterwards. He bought he bought a spot in Serie Chi and played in Naples. That's what he did. You know, and that's something that that you know, you know, he maybe translated to the CBS crew, but the reality is is Napoli were were done for two years. Napoli didn't exist. Napoli, if you if you look at even if you go to Wikipedia, you know, uh, SSC Napoli Wikipedia, 04 and 05 is gone. It's it's not there. SSC Napoli is not available for 2004, 2005, 2005, 2006 Wikipedia page. It's Napoli soccer. So this is something that when you really think about it, right? And I caught a lot of crap for this back in the far from Vesuvius days. And and I don't care. I'll say it. James James uh, McGee, him and I got into such a huge argument about how I viewed Napoli as a brand new team. Yes. It's our third scudetto. Yes, we the lineage is of Diego Maradona, but 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 the Laurentiis had to purchase that back, right? And I know I don't want to make this a, a whole thing about his past. We all know his past, but I think it's important to bring up really fast, Ralph, that mm-hmm. this is essentially essentially a nineteen-year-old team, man. 2004, September 2004, it was, is the, the De Laurentiis Napoli who had to recreate, who had to create a team from the ashes of Vesuvio. Let's, let's, if you want to put it in a, you know, poetic way, right? He had to take the, the dust from the lava and like blow into the wind and create this um, entity that he later you know, re re uh, formatted as SSC Napoli, but it began it began from anew. And where have you ever seen a team that's just created twenty years later, nineteen years later, win a scudetto? Be as be as relevant as they have been for all these years. But now, finally, this scudetto it legitimizes everything he's been through and. Everything every fan has been frustrated about, and everything that they've stuck with him by, or or or, or criticized him for, it all comes full circle with this scudetto, man. And um, I have to hats off to him, um, you know. And I don't want to seem like an ADL loyalist, but when you think about it, man, like this is, I'm just happy that we won one in this era. And from here on out, and I heard a lot of people on Joe's podcast say things like, hopefully this is the start of something and this and that. Ralph, if it's not, and if this oh, was just a one-off. Well, you know, I'll say this much, guys. You know what? It, it, yeah, we, 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 we have been supportive of the president on this show. And again, not because we love ADL, we're ADL fans, but, you know, the one thing that Ralph and I are loyal to are, well, is, is Napoli. And the fact is, is that Aurelio De Laurentiis is the president of Napoli, whether you mm-hmm. like it or don't like it. 
whether you like what he does or dislike what he does. I disagree with some of the things he is. I disagree with some of his actions, some of his attitudes, some of the things he said behind. <clears throat> but every person that criticizes this man, criticized this man, had started to change their tune. I think, I think it's a little unfair that it took this to get to that point. But at the same time, some of the things you say to people, what he has said to people. I can understand well why he he kind of hindered that 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 approval for him from 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 the Napolitani. But I, I'll say it. Maybe I've said it before, and I'm gonna say it again. I think this is the beginning of a new evolved Napoli. Yes, you need trophies to create legacy. We spoke about that when we did the 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 Comcast with with the boys from the Milan. Yes, this is true. To be considered a great team, you gotta have the hardware to back it up, and that's fine. But here's the thing: to get to be a great team, you need to be stable. You need to always be competing. You always need to be at the top of the table. It doesn't mean you're gonna win a trophy every mm -hmm. season. Uh, whether it be, mm -hmm. you know, in the European competitions or in 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 the Campionato, but but you need to be in the top of the table to be considered a competitive team. The only way you get to win a trophy is if you are strong and you are there consistently. Mm -hmm. Not okay, we had a one off. And then, boom, it's back down to seventh, eighth place for the next six years or whatever. Or, mm -hmm. hey, we did good on the come up. And then, oh, we had to go back to Serie B and reset again. Napoli came up, stayed up, and will continue to stay up. And, yes, if I had to guess, if I'm going to put my money on it, this is the beginning of a new thing. Because I think ADL as a president finally involved, evolved um from this player who was just kind of i'm sorry this president who was just kind of bargain hunting for players to a guy that finally said you know what what we need is a group and i know sometimes when he's talking i you know and yeah. by the way pasquale said it that he spoke in english and i was so happy oh yeah did you see that i i i was so happy uh, having him talk in English because now I can imitate him. I can impersonate him in English, so I'm kind of happy for that. We, we, we buy the players. We buy and... the players. So if anybody knows De Laurentiis, right? Uh, I saw people's in here. Uh, um, uh, if anybody knows him, what he said on Paramount in English is things that he's been saying since he bought the team. Honestly, it was it was a broken record of himself. Right. I'll be honest. For, for, and, for and, the it was, part. and it was select facts. It wasn't but even it, all the right facts. Right. And, and it was like, but you had to pick the little things. But mm. one thing that De Laurentiis has been saying, and maybe not in English to the to the English networks, but or to the you know to the American networks or what have you. But the one thing he has been saying, Rafa, is that well, one thing he said in the beginning of the season for the first time ever. If, ever. if I'm correct, is we want to win a Scudetto this season. No, listen, first he, he, it's time the first time he's, he's ever, ever said it. Said it. Elnap, people, if you're in here, fact check me because I'm sure he knows. 
No, I'm sure he's never said it before. He's not. I mean, I don't think he's ever said it before. He's never defeated. Let's put it this way. If he has said it, he he probably meant, yeah, one of these days it's going to come. Be patient, right? He he legitimately came out this season and said, we aim for the Scudetto this season. I think it's time we bring our fans a Scudetto. And I'll never forget Spalletti's face. It's like, I'm not saying Spalletti wasn't convinced in the project. I think he was convinced in the project. I think he was convinced in a gradual progression. Like, okay, you know, if I'm going to lose these players, this is a start. This is a good way to go. When he said Scudetto, he, Spalletti was about to pop out of his head. Like, you know, uh, timeout. Scudetto? I don't know about Scudetto. But now, but, but, again, everybody thinking that we'd be fifth, sixth. <laughs> I always had faith that we'd finish in a Champions League position. And very, very few people. I'll name two right now. Dan Bowen, Mohamed Salad. Those two guys are the only two people I know in my circle here, in our circle, anywhere, that said, why not this season? We can do it. And maybe yeah. not even my dad, who always. Even last always, season. And last season. And last season, too. Since Paletti came. Yeah. Yeah. But last season, when you think about last season, you still had Mertens, Insigne, Fabian, Koulibaly. Like, <laughs> okay. And we had the depth, right? And we had Spalletti, right? And right. we were close, right? I mean, listen, four games left, we lost to Scudetto, right? We were close. It was, it was, it's funny. Patrick Kendrick mentioned, you know, the losses in December. We go one point in December that that's when we kind of lost to Scudetto. I disagree. I think it was in April when we lost to Scudetto. Roma, Fiorentina, Empoli. Draw to, draw to Roma, lost to Fiorentina and Empoli. That to me was when we lost to Scudetto because we had it. Right. We had it. But here's the thing my father, Every year, oh yeah, Scudetto. Oh, we're gonna win the Scudetto. This season, he even said, "No, no, we're not. Not this season, Scudetto. No, no, no. But, 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 but we'll be okay. We'll get, we'll get there. So watch. Maybe two years. Maybe next year." He even was like, "No way, Scudetto." Boom. Delarantis opens his mouth and produces. I mean, no pun intended. <laughs> no, but. Rafi, you're right, and and again, that 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 was something. He, he, one thing that for years and years and years I've been hearing, right, is that you know the 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 obuts uh, comes from the head of the fish, right? You know, as everybody says, and that mm-hmm. and that it has to come from the top, and the attitude and the mentality have to come from the top. It's all about ADL. It's ADL that that holds back the team. It's ADL that's missing something. Mm. It's ADL that's Oh, uh, we reached the ceiling that, with ADL, like, right? That was yeah, another like, one we heard. We reached yeah, the ceiling. We reached the ceiling. Maybe we did reach we, I don't think we reached the ceiling per se, Rafa, but in order we in order to like take a next step, we had to switch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. ADL found a way to find young hungry players who can do the job who can follow the instructions who can put the team before themselves at a price that is affordable for us because i'm sorry guys we're not man city we don't mm-hmm. have hundreds of millions you're not getting a chic you're not getting any of this stuff this is not napoli and it never will be i hope yeah we're- do you want the chic do you want the hundreds of millions okay. of we cannot be in these big debts we cannot take on these things we cannot just ask a, a rich guy to throw all his money at us. And then when he doesn't get it, he's just going to sell the team and the team's going to be in debt. And we're just going to be another investment for some 
firm somewhere in Saudi Arabia. I don't want to do no offense to the Saudi Arabians or anything like that, but I'm just saying, I'm not going to try to be some, some team getting passed hand over hand to other people because of our debts and things like that. I don't want that. All right. What I was going to say earlier is that is the one thing is the stability that I said. I think I did say it earlier, actually. But one thing was stability. Napoli, something that they have never had aside from, you know, these three championships is stability you have never been in a position consistently enough to give you to give yourself the chance to become a champion now you have been we have been an antagonist in this league for a decade so to all the ah we got 36 scudettis how many champions league we got how many this we got great that's fine congratulations you were the best team in the 90s and the early 2000s. Well, guess what? I'm moving on with my life. I'm not going to fight you or any other team and compare, you know, measure dicks here and compare how many trophies which team got. I'm going to look to the future. I'm going to look for these next 10 years from 2020 on. And I've noticed that so far there's been four Scudetto winners, four different mm -hmm. Scudetto winners. Granted, it's been the same three plus us. So what does that tell you about Italy or about Italian teams, guys? Napoli, Napoli is, for other fan bases, annoying. And I love it. I love every second of it. Because no longer can these teams come, run the league, take the top three, this three-horse race for the Scudetto. Whoever wins, wins because they uh, almost break it up equally. And then they go to Champions League. Now you have to worry about Napoli taking one of your spots. You have to worry about maybe Lazio taking one of your spots or Roma or Atalanta. It's not easy anymore to, to get in the champions anymore. It's not easy anymore to just win the Scudetto. It takes a lot more. It takes a lot more now. All right. And the, and, and the same teams that have been doing it since 1990. Okay. It's not going to be easy for you anymore. You know it. And I know it. And let's be honest about it. And it's not to take away from your past success. I'm just saying it's not going to be as easy anymore to get what you want as it was before. And hell, we don't even know what the hell was going on over these past 30 years with referees and cooking the books and 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 the biasism and the money and the economic value of the and you know the socio-political issues that are going on in Italy, like everything. Not when when Maradona said it's Napoli against tutti contro tutti, he meant it. It's not just the the, the opponent, it's everything, you know. It really so, is, man. So for me, yes, Napoli been here. They had they may have just won the trophy, but we've been here. We've been a thorn in the side of basically Serie A for over a decade. And this is one of the biggest validations for me. Because finally, true. here's your trophy now. Here's the trophy. We got it. And we did it in such a fashion that we're blowing people's minds away. Dude. And I said it last week. Serie A, you need Napoli. Right now, you, you, you need, need Napoli. Napoli, right now, right? People want to see something different coming out of this country, man. Out this league, and it's Napoli. You mentioned that we did it in such a fashion, right? Um, I looked up 
the um, basically the winners of the Scudetto. And um, I was trying to find the um, like the fastest winning Scudetto teams in history, right? Like Napoli, Napoli clinched with uh, five games to spare. Um, and I, I had it here, and I don't know what I did with it. Oh man, never mind. Let's go to the next. Uh, let's let's keep talking, and I'll look for this again, and I'll, I'll find it. But there were teams. There were th- Two teams in the ah okay no it was the it was the o six o seven Inter and the eighteen nineteen Juventus <laughs> that um the only other two teams that won the Scudetto with five games left to spare so Napoli joins those two teams we finished second behind that Juventus team. Uh, a team that actually is also being investigated for that Scudetto. So there's a chance they may get stripped of that too. That's a, that was, that's another thing, but that's, that's an achievement that they, that they, they had. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say that Napoli share that with those two teams. There were two other teams that did it in like the forties and the fifties, uh, might have been a Fiorentina team from like 1950 something, and I think it was a Torino team that won with five games left in the season. But they, um, that was during the two point era. So like, what we're measuring is the three point era, right? So, right. where does this put us when it comes to like some of the top teams to win the Scudetto? Of course, Juventus in 2015 won. You know, with 102 points, and then that I think that same Inter team that won it so early won it by a margin of 22 points themselves. So, um, you know, there's four games left to play. We're at 83 points. So, what does that leave us? We can get to 95 is the most that we can get if we win out, right? I mean, that's got to be revered as one of one of the top Italian sides of all time. I mean, can we agree on that? I mean, if the facts stated, Rafa, we're this team this season is one of the top of all times. You know, I and guess. and and recent, you know, recent form aside, even even given the recent form, we only lost one match in this dip of form. Right. Right. Sure. Uh, if we beat Inter, um, coming up on, I think it's our next home match, so it would be the twenty first, right? Right. If we beat Inter, we have beaten every team in Serie A this year. Now that's another thing. Let's find that out. Is there a team that actually went and beat every team in a season? You have to look at that Juve team. I think that's oh, yeah, it was. The, I remember what year was it when Juve was? They were. I don't. They were undefeated. They had no yes, losses. So they had a couple, Juve were unbeaten in their first Scudetto in that nine. Nine Scudetti run, right? That it? And it was it was the it was the eleven twelve Juve team that we beat in the Coppa Italia final. Remember that was that one loss right. that they that they attained because yeah. they didn't they didn't play in Europe. They didn't play in Europe and they won out every game in the Coppa Italia as well. So so mm-hmm. so we beat Juve in the final that Coppa Italia. That was their only loss that season. However, yeah. they had fifteen draws. So. It's impossible. That, that same they, season, fifteen. It was that many. I know they had draws. a lot. Yeah, they had fifteen mm-hmm. draws. So, so, so there has to be a team where they just couldn't beat that year, right? Right. Like, 
I don't think you're going to go and see that they had drawn <laughs> one team each, you know? And uh, yeah, I wonder how much help they got that season. So, yeah, so let, let me let me see if I, if I can. I'm gonna I'm gonna rant, and I want to. We'll do the beast of the match, guys. The I'm sorry, not for the Fiorentina game. We're gonna do the beast of the match for the Scudetto culture versus Undinese. Undinese so I'll, we'll give everybody a minute. But before, while you guys put up your beast for the Undinese match, the the Scudetto clincher, I just want to get a quick timeline. So, Gaucho Apoli, 2006. 2008 comes the Great Recession in the world. Italy's economy collapses. Italian teams, thanks to Juve's bullshit, are struggling to keep their heads above water. Massive fire sales going on to stay afloat and to avoid the debt. Here comes Juve, gets to keep most of their team. Probably illegitimately, all things considering that came out, maybe fudging their numbers a little bit. I don't know. But they get to keep their whole team while mm -hmm. everybody else has to sell and where everybody else has to make moves. Mm -hmm. Like we want to talk about, oh, well, this team didn't do well and this team didn't do well this season. But here comes Juve. Nine mm -hmm. years on a fucking one of the worst Serie A in history, I mean, we lose one of our spots in the Champions League in yeah. this time. Juve ripping up everybody. Everybody's struggling. And then all this shit comes out. All of a sudden, 2020 comes, bangs everybody, makes every team honest. And now Serie A has four champions within mm. starting or within four seasons. You're right. Starting from 2020. And I'd like to see what's going to happen to 2030. I'm going to measure this side, the Serie A till 2030, and we'll see what happens. If we can get seven, and I'm saying seven because that's the last time we saw it in 1980, we can get mm -hmm. seven Scudetto winners within this 10 years. And, excuse me, if Napoli can repeat, it'll be one of the best Napolis in, in Serie A history, quite possibly. And the other thing, that De Laurenti said in English to CBS was, I want to go for the Champions League now. I think the Scudetto, the, that, that Scudetto monkey is off our back. We don't have to worry about it now. We'll be all right. The, the football is, is calm off, now. Mm -hmm. Everybody's satisfied. They got their steak dinner. Everybody's good. Now we can focus a little bit on the Champions League. And I think ADL found his formula on how to make a great team that is affordable, that is fun, and that could essentially bring home the hardware. So I do hope for more of that. But in the meantime, here comes the beast of the match for the Scudetto clincher against Undenese. Here it is, guys. Yes, sir. Victor Osimhen. Yeah, Prince, Victor Osimhen, the new crowned king of Napoli. Yes, serious. He has he has emerged from being a prince and is now a king, um, and rightfully so. 
20, 20, that was his 21st goal of the season. Um, he, no, 22nd, sorry. Um, he did score his 23rd against, against uh, Fiorentina. We'll talk about that another time. Um, but this goal was the goal. And, you know, down 1-0, um, halftime. Everybody's very, very sh- stressed. Just wants it to be over at this point. Um, you know, another little lapse in the defense. What happens? Who doesn't stop till he gets his moment is Victor Osman. And I feel like it's just his, this is his, uh, this is his, his year. This is his time to shine. This is his Capo Canoniere. This is MVP. This is definitely his season. Uh, 2023 will be remembered as the year of Victor Osman. And whether he stays or goes, um, which I don't think he's going. I, 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 I heard we're talking to him again about a contract. Uh, listen, it could mean that he gets a pay raise this year and then signs somewhere else next year, but he wants to give it one more year. Um, rightfully, so. rightfully so, Rafa. Yeah, so word on the street, too, is to maybe give him, extend him for an extra year, right? Because he's till this, he's his contract is till 2025. Extend him one more year. Let him run it back. Then he'll still have two years left on his contract. And if he wants to go and we want to sell him or what have you, you can do it then. But give it one more shot. Victor Olsenem was beast of the match. He scored the winning goal. He will probably become the Capo Canera. I know Lautaro is is sneaking up right behind him. Uh, The the race will be tight between those two, I feel like. Um, But Victor has to keep going. He needs to win this. The fact that we can... You know, clinch, clinch the scudetto in the fashion we did so early, and then also have the Capo Calenero. And I've been saying it, man. Napoli always needed the striker in front. They always needed a man. When you look at what Cavani did, and I know you don't like him, Rafa, but even what Higuain did that mm. one season. All right, when Napoli had a striker, they were more of a complete team. They needed the tip of the the tip of the sword to be sharp and strong. Mm-hmm. And when they had that, they always were a nuisance to teams. They always were successful. And I like what Cavada did. I'm not crazy about some of the some of the uh, posts that were out there on social media coming out of Italy, you know, with, 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 with you know, Maradona crowning Cavada and all that. And, and I'm glad what the kid did. But Cavada was not alone. He did great. He was not alone. He had the best goal scorer in Italy to, to pass the ball to. He had one of the top. Uh, he had Mario Rui. You know what? Before I go further, I, I don't want to take away from this moment. Olsenham deserved this. He deserves to be the MVP of the league. He deserves to be the Capo Cananiero. He deserves to be remembered. And it, and he did it in such a short time. Cavani stayed for three years. Don't forget. And while he was one of our best strikers, Osinem here finished the job. Mm-hmm. Got it done. Victor Osinem, beast of the match. What is Scudetto? Beast of the Scudetto. Beast of the Scudetto. That's my opinion. Beast of the Scudetto. Ralph, that was beautiful. Yeah. I have, um, I have some information. Go on. We talked about that Juventus team. In uh, 2018-19, the one that clinched with five match rounds left, right? Mm-hmm. That team lost. That team couldn't beat two teams in Serie A. Atalanta 
and Genoa. Mm, interesting. That team drew and lost each to Atalanta and to Genoa in that season. Um, if we beat Inter, we have literally beaten every team this season. We beat 19 of 20 teams. Hmm. Interesting. Nineteen and twenty. And we beat. If we beat Inter, did we beat all twenty? Is that, is that if right? If we beat, well, well, we're we're the twentieth. You know, we we didn't beat I, ourselves. I, I'm I'm sorry. I meant the. You know what I mean, Rafa? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because because okay, take a look. Right, our our first two draws, Fiorentina and Lecce. Correct. Right. Beat Fiorentina yesterday. Yeah. Beat beat Lecce, few few match weeks back. Um, then we lost to Inter. It was our first loss. It was our, our, our first drop point since that time, right? Mm -hmm. So if we beat Inter um, in two weeks, we'll have a victory on them this season, right? Right. We lost to we, we lost to Lazio, but we beat them in match round five, and we lost to Milan, but we beat them earlier in the season as well. Got you. And then the teams that we just tied against, Verona, beat them first game of the season. Sure. Um, who else? Well, Salernitana beat them earlier this season. And then Udinese for the clincher beat them 4-0. No, 3-2, sorry, before the World Cup, right? Mm -hmm. So those are all of our drop points. If we beat Inter, we literally beat 19 of 20. Uh, we beat all the teams available in City. Like, I don't... Uh, Again, that Juve didn't do it. That looking at the teams that, that we are compared with as far as, you know, the earliest Scudetto clinchers, right? It's us, Inter, and Juve. Inter of 2006 or 7. I'll look that up too. Here's another, here's another really fun fact. Napoli is the first team uh, to win the Scudetto since Inter of 52-53 with nobody on the team player or coach having won it prior in Italy in Italy no other italian team uh, uh, since and other than inter in 5253 look at that bunch of young hungry ponies got their w all they got, got their, their first <laughs> their first taste of a scudetto right okay. and look who got it you got cavada this Young twenty-one-year-old from from Georgia who who's playing in 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 this you know barely competitive league. You got Kim who had to fill in the shoes of one of Napoli's greatest center backs of all time, or at least in the ADL era, at the very least, mm -hmm. who had to come in and fill those shoes coming from the Turkish league. Victor Osinham who struggled to get to this point struggled. Through injury, not only just injury with us, don't forget early in his career when he got hurt, when he got sick, it took a lot. It took a lot to get to this point. I mean, Lobotka, who two years ago we didn't even like. We took the word of our former captain. ADL took the word of our former captain and put this guy on our team, and look what he became. Look what he became, the cornerstone of this team, one of the most unsung heroes, one of the best midfielders that we've ever seen. I mean, incredible. it's incredible. It's really Rachmani, who played in Kosovo uh, a, a couple years ago. Di Lorenzo, who was on Empoli not long Dude, ago. Dude, Di Lorenzo, I, who came from City of Chi f f about five, six years ago. 
Right. Who's now the captain of the Scudetto winning team. I mean, come on. He's the only other captain to, to well, first of all, he'll be the first Napoli captain to actually lift a trophy because while the trophy existed, it was never a thing to be like shared upon on the, on the pitch until like un, until basically until I think around the Calciopoli time, mm-hmm. like the, the Scudetto trophy was never a thing that was like, you know, you, you never, you never, so basically, the June Fourth celebration, the trophy celebration, everybody's going to get a, a you know a medal and a trophy. Sure, that wasn't a thing when Napoli won the Scudetto. You just cheered and then you put the you put the Scudetto on on the kit. That was it. Now it's a trophy, and Di Lorenzo will be the first Napoli captain to lift the Scudetto trophy at the Maradona. Um, but he's only the second of all time. Like how you share that with Diego Armando Maradona, like guys. Napoli, you know, they had two two Scudetto clinchers. They possibly could have had three, right? Because if we had lost to Udinese, this past game yesterday would have been the one, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it seemed that you know we 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 gave up the lead. It was it was a hard hard fought lead that we took against Salernitana. We gave that up with five minutes left. Then we went down against Udinese, and it took us a little while, but we found our footing and got the goal to clinch the Scudetto. And we were like, all of us, all of us, Ralph, right? It's in our heads. It's this is crazy. It's in our heads. Well, how could it not be in our heads? This is I said this on Twitter when I was crying my eyes out. You can't possibly understand what this means. What this means to Napoli, not just the fans, but the players that are involved, the, the city, the 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 organization. Like fans of other teams, of Ronaldo fans, Messi fans, Real, Barcelona, PSG, you know, City. Think about all these big money fans that bought their way to glory, right? Napoli had to inch and climb and scratch and crawl. And on top of that, had no history before Maradona. None, right? I mean, they had a history, but come on. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Right. For, for, For people, people just have... They, I, I, I'm lost for words, Ralph. Yeah. Is no possible way people can grab like like Milan, Inter, and Juve fans. They've experienced joy in their life. They have. They've won Champions Leagues. They've won Scudetti. I, I get it, right? But only one will justify. ADL only one will justify will, will, will would create this feeling in the community in the in the city in the worldwide Napoli community right right if this never happens again we have this Ralph right and we can all go back to it and say damn man that was special you know and that's what it means for Napoli fans that's what it means for me like it's just Amazing, uh, you know the value of these players too. Look at the value—they tripled. You got Kvaraskilia gone for for ten million. He's now valued at eighty-five. Osimhen's at a hundred. You know you've got guys that are just their value. I mean, has the, skyrocketed. No, nah, the the value of the team. Rafa, check the your message. Uh, the, uh, 
no, you're right, Ralph. The, the, like a, anything from here on out could just is is going to be a positive thing for this team, and I think we can expect that. Um, come, this is something that we can expect. That's something that that we can look forward to. Um, I know there has been some people. We're, we're going to cut out shortly, guys. Um, I know there was some question about uh, Juntoli today, and what I'm what I'm thinking is. We save it. Uh, hey. Gabriella, I think I met your mom. <laughs> in, yes. At the meet. Yes. Gabriella, yeah. Gabriella's she dad, and father from, was, right? out, was out there. Yes. Yes. She couldn't so, make it. Which You which, were there in which, spirit. All so, right. I just want to I want to give you a little yes. shout out because my mom was really nice and mom and dad really nice. We shared pizza. But um, uh, there was there's some talk about Juntoli. There's some talk about other contracts. And Rafa, what I'm thinking is instead of doing it tonight, Let's save this for maybe our Insta rant, you yes. know, live. And then this way some people can come on and maybe even get voice their opinion a little bit. We'll also uh, know a little more about what's going on with Juntoli. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to like I, sure. yeah, I, right. I don't want to like go on any speculation. I want to kind of know, but stay tuned for that because I really want to talk about it. I was discussing yeah. it with my brother earlier. I really want to talk about it. But yeah, word uh, on the street is that ADL is gonna let him go and he's gonna leave heavy rumors to Juventus, but I don't know. I don't think so. I'm thinking outside of Italy. We'll talk about that on Wednesday more. But um guys, we've done it. Campione d'Italia Campioni d'Italia Campioni d'Italia Siamo Siamo Campioni uh, I'll never forget when we went to Italy and Edo De Laurentiis told us that we'll be Campioni del Mondo at some point soon. Yeah. And um, listen, we're going into the Champions League next year representing as Scudetto winners. We're going to have the Scudetto on our kids with the Champions League on our arm. It's, it's The feeling is indescribable. I can't even put into words. But enjoy it, everybody, because this was this was special. This was very special. All right, thank you again. Uh, join us again this Wednesday, maybe Thursday. We'll see. But we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Uh, we'll do this another Instagram Live. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Holy, what's going on, some of our first contracts. Until then, guys. Campioni d'Italia for real this time! Yeah, they not count, everybody. Yeah,